Hello, everyone. This here is S. I'm D. And welcome to the third episode of Inside Out. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Very enthusiastic. Yeah, we're still working on that. Don't worry, people. So first of all, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. If you have been with us since episode one, you are a real one. If you haven't, please go check out those other episodes. We talk about the oil girl concentration camps in the one, and we talk about the COVID-19 pandemic and how it has affected us uni students in another. But as for today, mm -hmm. we are going to be covering Brianna Taylor's story. So Dee, what do you really know about Brianna Taylor? I honestly don't know much. I know it happened in the States. I know that her murderers are still out free. And I know that she was murdered in her sleep. Yeah. Or something along those lines. Yeah, you have the right idea, basically. And mm -hmm. honestly, I didn't know too much about her story either. So I'm actually very excited to do this with you all because as depressing her story is, it's also very interesting. So let's get, get down to the facts. Brianna Taylor was a 26-year-old African-American emergency medical technician who was shot by the Louisville Metro Police Department on March 13, 2020. The officers involved because as much as I love the posts going around telling everyone to demand for justice, arrest the officers, we need to say their names. We need to say their names too. So the officers were Jonathan Mattingly, Brett Hankinson, something along those lines, and Miles Cosgrove. So on the night of March 13, 2020, these three officers entered Brianna Taylor's apartment using a no-knock warrant. So do you know what a no-knock warrant is? Uh, no. Basically, a no-knock warrant is when a judge issues this to the police, allowing them to barge into anyone's house without any declaration beforehand. So oh, okay. that is what they did on that night. And gunfire was exchanged between Kenneth Walker, Brianna's boyfriend, who was staying with her, and the officers. Kenneth believed that the officers were intruders. So who were the primary targets of the LMPD investigation? Because we all know that it wasn't Brianna. The primary targets were Jamarcus Glover and Adrian Walker, who were suspected... And of drug dealing 10 miles away from where Brianna lived. How are they related to her? So basically, Jamarcus Glover was in a relationship with Brianna previously, meaning they were dating, okay? And the reason Brianna was put under, under suspicion because they broke up months ago is that Glover's car, oh, sorry, Brianna's car was seen parked in front of Glover's house. But this car that was seen parked in front of the house was actually replaced back in January by Brianna, but her house was still under surveillance. So basically what the suspicion was is that Glover was receiving packages containing drugs at Taylor's apartment. Spoiler alert, no drugs were found at Taylor's apartment, okay? <laughs> and uh, yeah, the story goes like this. Walker said that Taylor and him asked multiple times who it was when they heard the aggressive knocking at their door that night. And when they received no reply, he armed himself. The police replied that actually, no, we did announce that we were the LMPD. But this was denied also by, claim, by 
testimony from their neighbors, Brianna's neighbors, basically, that they heard no announcement of the police coming. Mm-hmm. Because when you think about it, if you're, you know, minding your own business at night in your house, you hear aggressive knocking at your door, you're going to get scared, obviously. Yeah, 100%. And if you're living in an apartment where, because I lived in an apartment once too, everyone is so close together, you hear easily what's going on next door. And if the neighbors also claim that there was no announcement, the police made no announcement, I mean, things are not looking good for the police. But then mm-hmm. what's the issue? Why haven't the police been arrested for doing what they did, you know, killing Brianna? Yeah. Basically, when the police broke into their house, Walker shot first. He striked an officer in the leg. And then to retaliate, the officer shot 20 rounds in response. Okay, that's a bit too excessive. Very excessive. Not to mention the officer standing outside also fired in the window. Unnecessary. I know. There's already three officers in the house. What are you doing firing from the window? You can't even mm-hmm. have a good vision of what's going on inside. So, exactly. Yeah, right? It makes no sense. And that really has been the biggest issue. So Sam Marcosin, a professor of law at the University of Louisville, says that the warrant, the no-knock warrant they received from the judge, plus the fact that they were fired upon, make a powerful defense statement. So they can say that we acted in self-defense while conducting lawful police operation. But there is a lot of conspiracy around this lawful police investigation they were conducting. So the attorneys involved in this case, standing on behalf of Breonna Taylor, rest in peace, claimed that this deadly drug raid was actually part of a city plan to transform a part of West Louisville. So West Louisville is where Jamarcus Glover and his acquaintances were living. So the police, the LMPD, obtained five no-knock warrants for this plan, one of which was targeted at Brianna's house. And the rest targeted Glover for his home was apparently in the way of the city's project. Lawyers claim that the city has been using police officers to remove homes and people to make room for a real estate project. Okay, so it's not like an everyday people's conspiracy. The lawyers have proof and evidence for it. Exactly, because this is a project that has been going on. But Mm -hmm. the Louisville leaders called these allegations, quote-unquote, a gross mischaracterization of the project. In fact, John Porter, the mayor's spokesperson, replied that this is insulting neighborhood members of the initiative and all the people involved in revitalizing West Louisville. But there's more to the story. The fact that Glover's detainment papers were altered. So what do I mean by altered? The official papers say that Glover was captured around 1240, about the same time they arrested, sorry, they charged into Brianna's place. But actually, the word is that, no, he was arrested prior to the charge that was done at Brianna's home. So they detained Glover and the initial surveillance of Brianna's place was still, you know, being conducted, but it was unnecessary to barge in like that, right? However, Mm -hmm. the fact that Adrian Walker and there was someone else who was involved too, the fact that those two were still on the loose made the police think that, okay, no, we are going to backtrack and we're still going to go check out 
was happening at Brianna's apartment. Okay, and that's hella sus. That's so that's sus, suspicious. right? Because mm-hmm. he captured the main guy and without any solid proof about, I'm going to repeat this again, no drugs were found in Brianna Taylor's apartment without any solid proof that she is involved in this drug conducting business. Just wh- why are you barging into her place and at midnight without any prior announcement, right? Exactly. So because of you know, this ridiculous situation, obviously, people have taken out protesting on the streets. Brianna's family has been fighting hard for her justice. But the fact that the FBI investigation regarding this launched May 21st, over two months since Brianna's death, why why has the investigation launched so late? Mm-hmm. Like, why is you, that? Why is that? Can you think of if this was a person of privilege? who was killed i don't think yeah i don't think the investigation would have launched that late yeah if we didn't push for it they would have done nothing they wouldn't have done nothing and that's the thing like what has been done so far so brett hankinson one of the police officers involved has been fired but that's it like he's only been fired the other two Mm -hmm. are still on leave the chief the police chief okay this is a funny I guess story so the police chief announced his retirement and he was supposed to retire on May 21st okay after her story went viral Brianna's story that is because he couldn't handle all the criticism that was coming his way he announced a retirement but then he was fired before he could retire uh-huh. I know and the yeah, reason because they wanted to make themselves look good Probably, right? So the reason he was fired is the shooting of David Mekati, who was another black man who was killed in an unjustified way. He was killed uh, when the police used force against the protests, protesters that were you know, protesting Rihanna's death on the streets. And yeah, he got involved in that, unfortunately. So rest in peace, David. And the police, the chief couldn't handle that either. I think I, I remember a lot of posts on social media being shared on this case as well and they fired him basically but again would they have fired him if he wasn't if he hadn't already announced a retirement hmm Mm -hmm. some questions can be raised there probably not probably not yeah and what else has been done okay so police chief is gone brett is gone the lmpd officers now have a requirement to wear body cameras because the fact that they had no cameras on them means that there isn't an actual evidence that we can look back on right because George Floyd like why was his killer you know captured so not quickly it still took a lot of protesting but Mm -hmm. his killer was eventually captured because that video went viral and we could see clearly what was going on unfortunately that did not happen in this case. So they now require the use of body cameras and they are going to change how they conduct search warrants. But I mean, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds like an empty promise to me. Yeah. The has also suspended the use of no knock warrants, but again, suspended. Why, why are these no knock warrants still being conducted? Like, it's such an invasion of privacy, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people in the States are fighting against that. And as of mid-July, 50 protests have been taking place all over the United States, and over 400 protesters have been arrested. Probably more. 
way more yeah again this is as of mid-july we're almost nearing mid-august and mm-hmm. people are still protesting so how do we get justice beyond protesting because you know d for me and you who are in canada and a lot of us are worried about covid there were some protests in respect of the black lives matter movement but we're not protesting as much as those in the states right mm-hmm. so the bottom line is keep the pressure going flood social media with Breonna Taylor's name, donate to her family. And this is very important, donate to the Louisville Community Bail Fund. Because if we can donate to get the protesters out of jail, they can go back and protest. Since we can't be there in person, this is an indirect way of helping them. And make phone calls, email the people in the, you know, the leaders of Louisville. And oh, you wanna make an announcement of our Instagram account here? Yeah, guys. So we started up an Instagram account. Follow us on Inside Out Podcast, where we post every week. And there are links to all these petitions and a link to our Spotify. Yeah, so I'm thinking we have linked some helpful websites of what can be done, because we really Mm -hmm. need to keep the pressure going. Even Brett Hankinson, he wouldn't have been fired back in june if it weren't for all the protesting and all the pressure that us that we the people were giving so keep the momentum you know these people are still roaming free going on vacation we need to get justice for brianna yeah guys it's a movement it's not a trend keep it going exactly and on that note i think we are going to wrap up here thank you d and the audience for being here with me today and hearing brianna's story share thank you for educating us Uh, no problem so share follow us on spotify on anchor and until next time bye guys